الشيخ المفيد رحمه الله he was the first مرجع of us the Shia he lived in the beginning of غيبة الكبرى so in the غيبة الكبرى the first مرجع was الشيخ المفيد he came a few years after غيبة الصغرى he was a مرجع people would come to him he used to give them fatwa according to his understanding of the hadith it's reported that one day a villager came to a Sheikh al-Mufid and he told a Sheikh al-Mufid I have a question fiqh question I need your help what is it he met with a Sheikh al-Mufid privately nobody knew about this only Sheikh al-Mufid and the villager he told him we have in our village a woman died and she's pregnant there is a child in her stomach. The child is still not probably formed well, maybe four or five months, something like that. So here, what do we do? Do we bury the, the child? Do we just leave the child and bury the mother? Or no, we cut open the stomach and we take out the child. If it's dead, we bury it alive. If it's alive, probably won't be able to live four or five months. So what do we do? He asked the Sheikh Al-Mufid. Hey, Sheikh Al-Mufid, he did his ishtihad. He told him, according to my understanding of the ahadith, you have to bury the woman alive. Don't touch it because you, you need permission from Allah, from the imams, to cut the stomach of a woman. Because the hadith of Ahlul Bayt say, When a human being dies, he still has honor and sanctity. You cannot go into and, and basically chop him up and, 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 and cut him and everything. And that's why some of our ulama, they say it is haram to do autopsy unless it is necessary. Unless it's very necessary. Or else who's giving you authority to cut this mayat up into pieces and to cut his stomach and his body? He is still there. His soul is still there. And he may be what? He may be hurt maybe, for example, not physically, but psychologically he'll be hurt by this. So we need permission to what? To, chuck, to check, uh, touch any human being. So a Shaykh al-Mufid, according to his ishtihad, he tells the villager, it is haram. To what? To cut the stomach? Just bury her like that. The villager leaves. He thanks the Sheikh Al-Mufid. While he's going back to his village, a horseman comes, he chases the villager. He tells him, wait, I am the messenger of a Sheikh Al-Mufid. A Sheikh Al-Mufid says, I made a mistake. No, cut the stomach open, take the child out and bury her. Okay, thank you. So this villager, he did what the horseman told him. And then the villager, he sent a, a letter to Sheikh Al-Mufid thanking him for correcting his mistake. Sheikh Al-Mufid gets the letter. He says, what is this guy talking about? I sent no horseman. My ishtihad is still the first opinion. I didn't change my mind. What happened? And then Sheikh Al-Mufid realized that only he and the villager knew about the story. So who's that horseman? This is when Sheikh Al-Mufid realized it couldn't be but Imam Al-Mahdi because there's no human being that knew about the story. So it was either Imam Al-Mahdi that told that villager or it was one of the companions of Imam al-Mahdi. Remember we said Imam al-Sadiq says, وَمَا بِثَلَاثِينَ مِنْ وَحْشَةِ Imam al-Mahdi has 30 companions. The point is it was the work of Imam al-Mahdi. You see how Imam al-Mahdi corrected, corrected the mistake of a Shaykh al-Mufid? You see how he guides our ulama in mysterious ways even the ulama are not aware of. Shaykh al-Mufid may be sleeping. Imam al-Mahdi is taking care of these things. When we say we are Shia of Imam Mahdi, Imam Mahdi hasn't abandoned us. He's there for us. Now what happened? Sheikh Al-Mufid, he felt really bad that he made a mistake and Imam Mahdi had to correct the mistake. So he said, I will no longer give fatwa. خلص. No one come to me, no one ask me because I will make a mistake again. They say Imam Al-Mahdi sent him a letter. There's reports that Imam Al-Mahdi sent him a letter. What did he tell him in the letter? Afid ya Mufid. 
من عليك الفتوى ومن التسديد how beautiful Imam al-Mahdi by the way Sheikh al-Mufid his name is Muhammad Imam al-Mahdi he gave him the title of al-Mufid al-Mufid is what the one that benefits the beneficial one because of how the Shia benefited from him he told him Afid ya Mufid continue giving give, give the fatwa you give the fatwa and we will take care of the mistakes if you make any mistakes we will fix them. You see how beautifully the Imam al-Mahdi, Allah ta'ala how he guides our ulama. You think Imam al-Mahdi doesn't help us? He helps us, but we're not aware of it. Just like Musa wasn't aware of al-Khidr. Just like the people of the time of Khidr were not aware of his good actions. Imam al-Mahdi does help us. And that's why in the letter that Imam al-Mahdi sent to al-Shaykh al-Mufid, beautiful letter. I urge all of you to read it. What does he tell him? He tells him, Ya Shaykh al-Mufid, tell my Shia, that I have not forgotten them. He tells him, Imam al-Mahdi tells Shaykh al-Mufid, tell the Shia, don't think that I don't know about you. Don't think that I have abandoned you. No, I know everything. And if it was not for my efforts, and my help, wallahi, you Shia would have been destroyed from many years ago. Look, the Shia of Ahlul Bayt for over a thousand years, everyone is our enemies. Every government is our enemies. The Abbasid, they kill Shia. The Uthmanis, they kill Shia. Every government right now, look, Saudi, all these countries, kill Shia, kill Shia. Daesh, kill Shia. Our books were destroyed. Our maraji' were killed. How is it that today you have three to five hundred million Shia around the world? How? Everyone is our enemy. The West is our enemy. You guys are Iran. We're not your friends. The Sunni world is our enemy. Israel is our enemy. Who's our friend? Yet we're, al we're as alive as ever. Three to five hundred million Shia all across the world. Don't you think Imam al-Mahdi has a hand in this? Iran Shia, Iraq Shia, Bahrain Shia, the Eastern Province in Saudi Shia, Pakistan there's Shia, India there's Shia. Go to Lebanon Shia, Syria Shia, in Canada Shia, America Shia. How did the Shia spread when there's so much enemies against us and we're the minority? You don't think Imam al-Mahdi has a hand in this? Imam al-Mahdi says if it wasn't for my dua and my efforts, we don't know what he does exactly, but if it wasn't for his efforts, he says, You would have been what? perished many years ago. And that's why Imam al-Mahdi is there for us. Just because I can't see him, doesn't mean Imam al-Mahdi is not there to help me.